Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 104. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Well, hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy. I'm so glad you've decided to join us today. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, most of the country is covered in a deep freeze. A lot of places have temperatures that are beginning with a minus sign, and so that's never a good thing. Doesn't feel exactly comfy, but just so you know, the cold has finally made it down to Key West as well. It was 63 degrees when we woke up this morning, and I think the highs are only get up to maybe the low to mid-70s today. So we've got lots of wind and lots of sunshine. But a day like today in Key West is whenever everyone breaks out their winter gear. So we're having it too. It's just a, a little bit different scale. So stay warm no matter what you're doing. And listen, hey, if you are needing a website for any reason whatsoever, simply go to the brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. And what you'll find there is a place where you can check and see if the web address you want is available. Now, let me just let you know that people are buying hundreds of thousands of websites a day, and it gets harder and harder to find the one you want. So even if you don't know what you want to do with it right now, I would go ahead and get it and reserve it for yourself. One year can cost anywhere from $3.99 to $14.99. So it's not a big expense. But if there's something you want, and I've seen people have to change their whole business name, their whole business marketing strategy because they couldn't get the right domain name. So if you want to do that, go ahead and grab it now. When you grab it, I'll go ahead and send you a cheat sheet of all the plugins you need to go ahead and get on your website to get started so you can have everything you need to be visible to who you want to find your website, to your audience, and then all the things you need on there to keep the spammers and the bots from getting on there and using your website for their gain. So brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website and let me know when you do that and I'll send you the cheat sheet plug in. So now today I wanted to talk to you about last night I went down to the pier again and of course this is something like a nightly thing that I do and we've had some issues with some uh, construction traffic because like I told you the other day our parking lot is closed So, essentially, you go down to the pier, and you go, like, this crazy back way to get into the pier, and you have to drop your cart there, but then I have to go, like, a mile away to park. So, I have to take my bicycle in the back of my car, and then I ride my bicycle back to the pier. Completely realized that, no, it just confirmed. I didn't realize it. I already knew I was out of shape, but it just confirmed it for me. Exactly how out of shape I am riding the one mile on the bicycle. So, I do that to and from. And, you know, I was talking about the uh, other day how many vendors um, haven't showed back up yet since this happened. So a few have and a few will trickle in for the weekend. And people are starting to come as they're hearing that it's not as terrible as they had anticipated it was going to be. But what, you know, there was a uh, incident yesterday and it just, it is really crazy. I, I guess maybe I'm just naive 
and maybe I just view things uh, in a very positive light, and I want to assume the best about everyone. I, I don't, I'm not one of those that likes to make a lot of trouble. I like to just kind of come and do my thing and then walk away, and I'm not trying to get in everyone else's business. Now, I'll notice what other people are doing, but I'm not one to try to... Um, you know, say, hey, they're not following the rules, or hey, you know, something else is going on that shouldn't be going on. I just kind of do my thing. Well, let me tell you, not everybody's like that. <laughs> and so um, I had a situation yesterday, and I've got, there's there's a couple of people down at the pier that, uh, for for whatever reason, they're, they're food vendors. They they don't like me, and um, I, I haven't, I really don't have much of a relationship with them. I mean, I speak to them and say hello. Um, a couple of them have, you know, harassed me to my face, which shouldn't be happening, but they have. And um, so then they start now are starting some tactics where they're going to the board meetings and trying to, you know, bring up stuff about me or, or on me. And it just it's completely irrelevant because, it ha number one, it has nothing to do with anything. But um, number two, it just creates a hostile situation. And it's so strange because... I'm not down at the pier making big money. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like if I walked down at the pier and I was making $500 a night, then, you know, hate on me. Yeah, because I came in and took all the business. But that's not happening. I mean, I, I have my nights where I barely make my rent. I have my nights where I make 60 bucks and I've spent 40 you know, to get there and, and six hours of my time. So I'm not completely understanding exactly what... Um, what they're hoping to gain but the situation I have is there's there was you know I just recently the last food item I juried in for was pizza and I juried in for that because someone had said to me you know what we really need pizza down here and I'm like yeah but I don't know how I could do that and I started researching it and found out that I could use my grill and I could make pizza and so it took me a little while to figure it out and to get it to a point where I could feel like it was a product that I would actually enjoy eating myself and so I when I could do that I went and I juried my pizza I had no idea and when I juried my pizza in it was like November I had no idea that some guy had juried in pizza in June and when you go to jury it's very clear that you show up down there and you actually the point of the jury is for them to actually watch you make your products and that's what the jury is for. So this guy showed up to the jury to jury his pizza in. And he actually had a restaurant in town show up and deliver his pizza that he was making. They delivered it in the box. They brought it to him. He didn't go make it and bring it. And he brought it and he opened it up and he gave everybody a slice. And that was supposed to be his jury. And they were like, wait a minute, you know, we didn't, you, you did, we didn't see you make this. You didn't make this. And then he said, oh, yeah, I just uh, used the restaurant. You know, we all have to have a commissary kitchen. He said, that's, that's where I make my pizzas, and so that's what I'll be doing. And they said, well, that's fine, but we need to see you do it, so we'll go over there with you, and you show us how you made this. And they went over, and the guy didn't even know how to turn on the machine to make the dough, didn't know anything about making the pizza. And so he 
clearly did not get approved for pizza because, number one, he didn't show that he could make it, and number two, they knew exactly that if they approved him, he would be having the pizzas delivered down there. <laughs> and so that was in June. Nothing ever happened. The item never got taken because he got denied his jury. And so when I juried in November, suddenly this guy's cage got rattled and he started again, you know, saying he had sent a letter to the board to appeal his jury uh, denial and that this, that, and the other, and that he should be given another opportunity. But he never, he never showed back up to re-jury. I mean, if it had been me and I had been denied, I would have, I was certainly learned how to go make pizza, come up with a different game plan, and then come back to the jury and said, okay, I wasn't completely prepared last time, but here it is. And he didn't. He never came back until I got to the point where I was getting juried, which is why I had to jump through some extra hoops. So, you know, so now this guy is, and the thing is, I'm not making a ton of money selling pizza. I sold uh, three pizzas last night, or four pizzas last night and three the night before. So, I mean, that's $8 a pop. So it's 24 and $32 that I've made in the last two days over pizza. Now, the, the other part about it is this is um, a person who... Unlike my food cart, which I have coffee, I have ice cream, and I have pizza, um, he's just selling one thing. So he would barely have made anything if he had been selling pizza down there. So it's kind of, you know, it's just one of those things where I think the perception is, hey, I'll make a lot of money, I'll sell pizza. At the same time, I know what he was going to do with pizza is still have that place, because it's the same place where he supposedly, and I have air quotes going right now, makes his gelato that um, he sells in the summertime. And it's it's one of those things where it just doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't pass the smell test because he comes and says, you know, to the jury that he's making it and he shows them through the process. But then after that, we know what's really going to happen and the restaurant's going to be making all of it and he's just going to be buying it from them. So I have a feeling that if he was going down to Mallory Square, he would have purchased more than 24 or $32 worth of pizza to take down there in anticipation of big sales and did not, would not have sold that many. Now, it just, it, I think the perception is something that, that one food item is always going to be uh, the holy grail. And it's not. And that's the funny thing about it is the food vendors, most of them do sell one thing. And a few of them have found something that actually gives them a steady stream of income, but others are like me, and they have to figure out multiple items in order to just get to a point where you can get a steady stream of income. And I think, you know, that's the part that bothers people, is that I haven't gone away. And I think what, you know, generally over the past has happened is people come in and they bring one item, it doesn't work, and so they just go away. And I'm not going away. And so that's how that's how t people have been down at the pier for 20 or 30 years and not had, uh, you know, not been, been there consistently. And I don't want to say not had any competition, but they have been down there so long is because the tactic is when new people come, let them fail on their own. They'll fail. Or if they keep coming back, harass them until they get to a point where they don't want to come and then bring up all this stuff that is completely irrelevant, doesn't mean anything to, uh, you know, the board to try to get some action taken on whatever it is. And so it's just people are picky and they're petty and I just choose 
to be different than that. I don't understand that mentality. Now, granted, I've always had these people at workplaces. You know, there's always been those one or two where you work. But I didn't realize they all, <laughs> they were all down at the pier selling. And it's not all that way. I'm just I'm just joking about that. But, you know, all it takes is a couple of people to uh, really, really, really stir things up. Luckily for me, it's the same people that aren't credible from the get-go. You know what I mean? They're not credible people to begin with, so no one's really listening whenever they suddenly have this this issue. And it's funny, though. You know, it's the whole the, the boy who cried wolf, you know, the whole story of if people complain about every single thing, you know, their complaint actually kind of gets minimized. And, and if even if it is a legitimate complaint, you can't determine which is legitimate out of the last hundred they've brought to you. And so, uh, you know, it's a it's a truth, just a true situation that I'm going through where I'm just going to have to persevere and continue doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. And it's it's actually kind of humorous to me because in my mind, I want you know, I just want to say, do you guys not see how much I've already struggled just to get the few dollars I'm getting from the pier? I mean, I'm and I'm going through a whole lot of effort. And I'm driving an hour or 45 minutes to an hour each way just to get there. Uh, but yet somehow um, I'm the target and I don't don't really know what what's up with that. But anyway, we have, uh, like I said, we have a uh, freezing type, not freezing, but a winter type situation in Key West today. And it's beautiful sunny day, but it's very cold and it's very windy. And I heard a lot of people talking yesterday at the pier that they are not going to be there today. And um, it's kind of a toss-up with some vendors. I understand that some of them, uh, there's issues with their displays when there's a lot of wind. They can't get them to stand up or they blow away or stuff flies off the, you know, the makeshift walls that they've built for hanging their displays on. And they could lose product. It could get broken or whatever. And so so I understand that a lot of them may not come um, at the same time. I have coffee as one of my products, so it's a great cold weather thing. Um, wind doesn't really affect my cart because I have a solid roof built on. It's not just a, you know, canopy or umbrella like some people are using. And then um, beyond that, uh, you know, the the items that I have that could be susceptible to wind, like anything on my grill, I won't take because I will not be able to keep the... Uh, grill flame going today. So um, I figure it's a beautiful sun, sunny day, and so there will be a beautiful sunset tonight. And a lot of the people that I talked to yesterday are from very, very, very tundra-like places, uh, Min Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, Boston, and they're all used to, I mean, this is still a beautiful summer day for them. So I'm going to continue to go down tonight and do ice cream and coffee and probably have some of the balance of my uh, food revenue switch from the ice cream to coffee because I have a feeling they'll be more in demand tonight. So I'll be prepared for that and, um, you know, hope to have another good night. I was pleased last night was a Wednesday night in the middle of the week. And for whatever reason, the last, you know, I've been shocked the last several Wednesday nights that, um, you know, that haven't been holiday times. So a holiday was a different animal altogether, but that, the Wednesday nights has been a really good night for me, and so I'm kind of surprised by that. I don't know why middle of the week you just think, you know, what's the big deal, but it has been a good night. So I'll continue to keep going down and figure it out. And the thing is, with with this kind of stuff that I'm encountering, the business lesson is 
Oh, there are many. <laughs> that business lesson for me is I could sit and I could have listened to everyone talk to me last night about how oh, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be bad tomorrow. It's going to be windy and cold and, you know, all this stuff and they're not coming. And so I could say, oh, well, I guess, guess I better not go either. But you never know what the people in town are going to do. And by that, I mean the tourists and where they're from and who they're, they're, you know, here with and all that, that many of them will come down. Now, the winds aren't so brutal that you can't stand up. It's not like we're having hurricane force winds. It's 10 to 20 miles an hour. And so it's actually, you know, not terrible. It does make it feel a little bit colder than it is. But these are people who just came from, you know, places where it's negative 20 right now. And it, now they're experiencing 70 degrees with 10 to 20 mile an hour winds. So all day long, this is temperate for them. This is beautiful weather for them. So I will go down and find out for myself. I don't want to take anybody's, anybody else's experience and superimpose that onto what would have happened for me. So now if it was pouring down rain, Yes, that would be a great reason not to go because no one's going to show up for sunset, but it's not. All we're dealing with was a little bit of drop in temperature and a little bit of wind. And it'll get cold once, you know, cold with the wind as soon as sunset happens. But again, people will walk around with a hot beverage and that sort of thing, and we will be good to go. So I'm going to go down there, and granted, it might not be a record-breaking night, but I'm going to go and find out what my experience is and not worry about what anyone else's is. And the thing is, it's funny too, that even, you know, it's good to keep records and trends and be able to look at your data and determine, oh, this week last year was this, that, or the other. But, you know, a lot of times trends change, and there's a lot of forces at work that cause t trends to change. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Last, you know, for the past how many years, People have told me that the week between Christmas and New Year's is the best week of the year. Well, you know, for me it was because I've only been there during the low season. But what's happened is this past year was terrible for those people, and they just kept scratching their heads saying, what's wrong? This used to be the best week of the year. Well, my question is, where has that moved to? And if people are trying to determine what their business is, you know, you know, what their revenues can be and say, well, I think it's going to be good tonight. And it's almost like playing the lottery and I'll go down tonight, but, you know, Thursday nights are terrible. So I won't go then and I do this and I'll do that. Before you know it, you're in a crapshoot and you're guessing wrong every single time. And it's like trying to hit a moving target. And my answer to that is show up every single night. I mean, every single night that I can possibly be down there, if it's pouring rain, that's one thing. But other than that, I'm going to be there. Because whether there's a cruise ship in town or whether there's something else going on, I can't determine what the tourists are going to do. And once they've gone to the trouble to get down to Mallory Square, it's easier for them to just buy something down there than it is to walk back to where they live or where they stay and find their car or whatever and go get something to eat or drink or, or entertainment. So... It, you know, trends change over time. You know, we see that clearly with the stock market, and we're, we'll see that uh, with even with down at Mallory Square. So trying to hit a moving target is not a great business plan, and showing up just when you think there's low-hanging fruit and it's going to be, you know, a, a $400 night is probably, you know, the same as trying to buy the scratch-off tickets and hope one of them's a, you know, big winner. Um but if you continually show up, you'll hit it every single time. Plus, you'll have the residuals of the small nights. And, you know, three or four small nights 
um, can be actually just as good as one big night. Now, it takes a little more time, but at least you know if you're there, you're going to get what's there. And so that's my plan, and uh, for nothing, lack of anything better to do, uh, to make money, then that's what I'm going to do today. So anyway, I just want to give you a little bit of insight into that and let you know um, that the drama never ends, and it's just one of those things where sometimes I think I'm, I'm surrounded by crazy people, and I can't be the only sane one, but you know what? I'll just let it go, let it pass. I'll just keep showing up, keep doing what I'm doing. And eventually, eventually I'll grow on them, I guess. And so, um, you know, the people, people that are, that are in, uh, the, the industry down there, you know, so many of them are to the point where one thing could come up, you know, one uh, accident, one, uh, uh, injury, one, uh, change of life could come up and they would not be there anymore they would not need to work anymore and so um you know there's got to be some other people to come along taking those places and that's what I'm trying to do so so I just thought I'd tell you about my ride today my uh little bump in the road last night and yesterday and try to keep you posted on what's going on in this journey I do have some uh, good news is I do have some interviews lined up for next week and I'm excited about that so I'll be bringing some interviews back in I'm trying to get get a few more out there that can, uh, we'll actually get something set up. So good to know and good to, uh, look forward to those. Cause I love hearing other people. You know, the more you learn about business, it changes the way you talk to other people too. And so I love that I'm going to be able to talk to other business owners who have been going through the same thing I have been, and we can kind of commiserate and collaborate together. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey. If you find that you're in need of any type of website for your business, personal, uh, charity work, whatever you're doing, Simply go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. It's easy enough to go in and find out if the web, web address you want is available. And click that, and you can go through and find out everything you need to know. Once you purchase it, I'll send you a cheat sheet of all the plugins you need to go ahead and get on your website to make sure you're visible to the people you want to find you, but invisible and protected from the people that would seek to uh, sabotage your website. So go ahead and do that, brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website, and that will take care of all your website needs for the next year. So thanks for coming along. Thanks for listening to my rant today. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you actually caring about this journey, this crazy journey from corporate to Carney here in Key West. So have a good day, everyone. Stay warm. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.